it was it was nice to be away. I didn't have internet. I didn't know what what was going yeah, on. Yeah, Rob got close to Gaia. Very close. Like they were sitting next to each other, <laughs> almost. Yeah. You want to talk about your uh, your? I was man spreading, taking up guys' space. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Cancel. Sorry. <laughs> Cancel. Yeah. You want to yeah. talk about where you've been for the past like three weeks? Well, I already said I was I was meeting Gaia. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I was at Enda Glenda before that. It was pretty effective. I think we tweeted at least one thing about it from the yeah. show account. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, with all these events like or actions, afterwards you're like, well, I hope that made a difference. <laughs> but, you know, it's just one weekend. What can you do? But it was pretty big. There were a lot of uh, new people there, a lot of people from the UK, for example. Um, and it wasn't organized at the normal time. Um, it's usually once a year, and this is planned ahead of time, so it was pretty impressive that just as many people, if not more, came than usual. Uh, and it was coordinated with, an, well, not coordinated, coordinated, but uh, it was at the same time as uh, a big, one of the Fridays for Future mar- mm-hmm, marches sure. in Aachen, and also some Extinction <laughs> Rebellion actions. So that was kind of nice to have everyone together. And uh, it's always fun to read Twitter and just see like everyone freaking out about one of my one of my favorite responses was because I was just going through the end of Galinda hashtag mostly just to see what was going on and yeah who, who the police are beating up. Okay. Um, but one of my favorite lines that people use because you you meet some in- interesting characters in in the hashtag trenches, but they kept saying. These people, like, okay, Fridays for Future, I understand they care about the environment. But in Glenda, they say they're against capitalism. So they don't actually <laughs> care about the environment. Yeah. They're actually radicals, and they're tricking you by talking right. about the environment. Gotcha, bitch. Wow. The question to me is just, what does caring about the environment mean? Like, I, I guess they literally just mean you're like, have dreadlocks and and be like, I'm green and vegan. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's all. That's all there is. Definitely. I think a lot of people just literally think of it in the fact of that, like, you would, like, plant trees or something. Yeah, are you like, part of the Green Party or something? Yeah. Bringing some green innovations yeah. to capitalism. Yeah, Make yeah. green capitalism, as if that is possible. Yeah, but just, like, the like <laughs> the most just fucking idiotic idea of, like, of what, like, a third grader would think of, like, green politics is just, like, oh, going and planting trees with your friends. Like, I'm doing something. I genuinely think... That is what a lot of these people probably th- pro- probably imagine. In fairness, I do. The other Don't side defend this. No, I'm I, right. <laughs> you are right, but there are those like radical tree planters who I love the best. Like they're the best. They just drive around in like a pickup truck, and I think it's South America where they're mostly active in like Brazil and shit. Mm-hmm. And they will just dig up a part of a street, like a road, oh, and I'm put in, like an already like fairly grown tree yeah. and it blocks traffic at the same time that's it, awesome. it kicks ass they do it that's at night fun. it's brilliant yeah. that's direct action shit. i like that that's yeah, good seriously um but yeah I, I liked your kind of breakdown while you were away uh well rob was away i was just like sending these tweets being like these are all the same words how are these different accounts how are these different people <laughs> yeah it really seemed like some coordinated talking point maybe it's just some i don't know i, I don't read or listen to some right-wing German person, but maybe they just said that, and now everyone is just repeating. Did you actually um, hear about that thing that one of the, I don't know if it was uh, on purpose or by accident, one of the police cars left their microphone on? And yeah, 
And so they, um, like, actually one of the journalists from Neues Deutschland, she actually recorded it because she was doing, like, she was talking right now on Twitter or something, like a live video. Um, and then that policeman said, yeah, but it's actually just fucking ticks or something like that. So, like, what are you worrying about? The He said in German, like, es sind doch nur Zecken. So that is like that. That word is a word to to what actually white wing people um, like use to insult left leftists and yeah, ticks, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that was kind of like a controversy <laughs> because then the policeman started to run um, up to to the to the car to the van and saying like, oh no, no, you still have your microphone on and shit like that. So Fuck did you hear man. about that? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I did. <laughs> and I think, I think uh, the news got around pretty quickly too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there were a bunch of parliamentary observers uh, yeah, from exactly. the Green, yeah. from the Greens and Die Linke. Mm -hmm. um, there always are, but I don't know, maybe I just noticed it more this year, but maybe because the action was more spread out and lasted longer than in past years that more people saw like, you know the police they're they're lying like that's not <laughs> what happened like when they tell people that like shocked like, pikachu how, how can they do that yeah exactly uh, uh. um which is you know always good a little depressing but they just keep doing what they're doing like i had friends in the hospital for a few yeah. days and yeah. like you're not you're literally not allowed to just move your arm towards the police in any way mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> or, or else you can get hit with a big you're attacking a police officer so oh, yeah yeah well Okay, yeah. yeah, because there was also this incident. One of the Neues Deutschland um, journalists, um, he he got arrested by the police. He said, "Oh, he wasn't arrested, but he was taken into custody somehow. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't allowed to film anymore, and he wasn't allowed to report anymore. And that is kind of like you can't do that. Like it, it happened after uh, you guys like um, stormed the actual um, the Bastille." Yeah, exactly. I don't know what the... F no, not the Basti. <laughs> Inshallah. Oh, we're taking no, advantage yeah. of Yuli's like, second uh, language. 1789. <laughs> no. Um, Rob is one of those uh, like... The pit. Let's let's call it the pit. The pit. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Sorry, I can only talk in one. No. Welcome to Enzo Galenza. Now I want to see a death wall. <laughs> <laughs> Open the shit up! <laughs> okay, come <laughs> on. The mine, whatever. The, the ground. No, I'm, I'm down for the whole pit. <laughs> it's, so. it's the pit. You guys the know pit. the song. The next song is called <laughs> One, Two, Three. As one guy in the, in the corner is just like, man, I wish bands could just all be breakdown. Why do we need to, be, why do we need to bother with the rest of the shit? <laughs> no, but that is like a typical behavior. You had that at G20. You had that here. That they arrest left-wing uh, politicians, uh, not politicians, um, like uh, journalists, that are not able to report on it anymore because they are reporting in f like favor of the movement. And yeah, and they want he got out though. And cops. it was interesting because they t told him, "Okay, you're in, you're you're not arrested, but you got to stay in the van." <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the police posting. Don't worry, he has his favorite music on, and the air conditioner is running. We gave him some. He's not. He's dog. not arrested. He just likes <laughs> it in the van. He's just hanging out. It's a fun game we're playing. You just stay it's in the back of the car. Uh, freedom is lava. <laughs> freedom is lava, and you can't touch it. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Well, it's kind of like yeah. I mean, the NRV police in general. Are maybe my favorite police in Germany. Oh yeah, I love them. Love Loved them self. since I was fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> because, like, you know, I'm not gonna say, uh, well, police suck everywhere. 
But the U.S. has some really crazy police, and I feel like the NRV is the closest to like the real yep. U.S. police mindset. Like, if you're a cop in Detroit or Chicago, and you're just like like acting like you're, I don't know, going out like <laughs> like you're like pacifying a colony, and you're like have to go do this, and the NRV has a little bit of that like energy. Like mm-hmm. we have to go out here, like the savages are all around, and we have to do something about it. Yeah. So it honestly does, like I doesn't surprise me anything. Watch in Crayfeld where all the fucking sickos are going <laughs> by. <laughs> I was in Crayfeld. I mean, oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see it this year, but like every year, the police speakers are always like just talking about how like this is very dangerous, like mm-hmm. violent group that's organizing. Like last year, they talked that they, they've they've said like. They have tunnels underground, like the Viet Cong. Yeah. Like, Hell, fuck we did And I'm like, I, I don't want to give away like operations. Like, I hope we did. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Seriously. that's true. Yeah, just uh, trying just like, to imagine being like a 16-year-old Antifa girl in, in fucking NRV. That was fun. <laughs> I'm just imagining now Rob just like chilling in the tunnels and just like an SKS <laughs> being like... Lovely, we did you do that? <laughs> like Bluetooth speaker. Hey, welcome to your weekly corner spatey. Uh, I'm Nick, joined by the full gang. Everyone's Woo! here. We can sound off. If you want, uh, my name's Kieran. I'm back. It's your boy. I'm the um, I'm the tough one in the gang. That that's been my role that everyone has known. I wear leather jackets and I smoke, and sometimes I kick things over because I have no respect. <laughs> okay, I'm you then. I'm <laughs> 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 a token woman. <laughs> you won't hear me. I'm just oh God, <laughs> You done, Kieran? Are we should I go? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, <be> a minute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm Rob. I'm back. Uh, I had a religious experience last weekend with Marianne Williamson, Alex Jones, and the co-founder of Fudora at Fusion Festival. So <laughs> it was a great time. All my all my best friends were there. <laughs> Fudora is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually did i show you guys the tweet he was actually there being like this is like i guess the equivalent of like americans complaining about their um the flight like their poor service from delta or whatever mm. he was just complaining about the bus from the festival about how like they didn't leave yet and this is so inefficient and bad and I'm like, oh my god so like <laughs> i'm not for you Maybe i know you should have ordered food or something <laughs> <laughs> Why waiting? Do you think he has like supreme command over all the other like riders? Yeah. And then one is like one rides up, he's like, "Give me your bike." He just opens the little like square thing with food inside. Night, yeah, I need this for sustenance. <laughs> <laughs> but then he like cycles really fast. Um, I know he's like a real person, but I'm just imagining Rob hanging out in like Fusion with like the bad 3D word art that is just the fudora logo just like rotating just the, yeah. the hand with the like serving tray just like it speaks to you i mean there's enough drugs at fusion for that to become a reality Definitely. And, like it glows when it talks yeah. yeah it tells you the secret to the universe but then like you know catchy food. fun orders you vietnamese <laughs> i was thinking next year we should try to do a live show at fusion 
Like they have oh, workshops, and then we could just riff a bit. <laughs> They're like, "Hey guys, welcome to the welcome to the Cornish Bay Tea." Can we actually think, like also sell beer? <laughs> because oh because, hell yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because Adafest would have set up our own Spady. Yeah, it's gotta be a species. Yeah, if anyone works with the people at Fusion, hit your boys and girls up. <laughs> it's just a regular Spady, but we just give you hot <laughs> takes about politics. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a it's like a Snapple cap, and they have something printed underneath, but you like s- screw it off, and then you look at it. Whoa! It's something ridiculous. Like, this is like I don't know, about Drake or whatever we know usually talk about on the show. Sixty uh, percent of cops have are free from domestic violence <laughs> <laughs> or they're just things alex jones would say about fusion because it it is like i'm sure to him it's like bohemian grove shit oh he would God, just think yeah, it's just, the gathering of the yeah. globalists i just imagine alex jones on like an instagram live he would just be like i'm here at the at the german globalist meeting in in mecklenburg four palmer I'm, I'm at the heart of the antifa in mecklenburg four palmer <laughs> Is it like a like imagining just him too like just like trying to get on the bus, just like having to like you know like undercover play cool, but it's Alex Jones, so he fucking obviously can. So he's just <laughs> walking around with a live camera crew, <laughs> just like yeah. getting in these like fucking kids' faces of like, have you personally met George Soros? Is he in fact a lizard person? It's very take ha- me to the president of Antifa. Just the idea <laughs> that there are these pressed pills in the shapes of maybe a globe <laughs> like the see no evil monkey all these just <laughs> ominous like figures and he's just like i don't know what's in there some mdma who knows well, the idea <laughs> he's just would freak him out the the president or the fucking ceo of fudora just being like oh man so fucking sick of this bus service got kicked off last minute because alex jones needed two seats for himself and then another <laughs> row for his entire camera crew <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, sad that he's just not a DIY kind of guy. Yeah, right. But, yeah, also, too, just Alex Jones on fucking MDMA. Just like, <laughs> I'm seven hours in. I haven't had a sip of water yet. Oh, no. <laughs> it's really fucking hot. But I just, I, I love everyone here. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, oh. just like weed, he would take it once a year to see how powerful the, yeah. the <laughs> it's just gotten. like talk about, like, back in my day, MDMA was not nearly as powerful as what the kids have today. <laughs> the globalists are the really global- taking over. <laughs> The globalists have made the MDMA stronger. <laughs> um, but yeah, the main topic today is these fucking new nominations for the EU top brass. But before that... You guys did it. We are all nominated. Yeah. <laughs> in different positions. I, thank you for all our, fans, our fans who voted online. We will be sure to use our mandate wisely. You gotta be head of commission. <laughs> I I am um, German. Yeah. <laughs> You're a German, so you've been given the commission. Exactly. Rob is in charge of just beats, trap beats. Uh, Nick Good vibes too. I mean, Rob, vibes. Rob has a handle on that. Nick has just been given the entire nation of Greece as a giant pleasure palace. Yay! We're in the process of kicking out all the people who are already there, um, cool. and I have been given uh, the Congo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Never mind. <laughs> uh, but first, um, we the, it's the triumphant return of the Mega Rica. Mega That's how you know you're home. Yeah, that's that's uh, Rob's back. I've so been all doing. around Germany, and I know I'm home when I hear about it, just a obnoxiously rich person <laughs> hunting. I don't know. 
All right, so this Wars one from their helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> this one's a little special, guys. Oh, you did it Thank just you. for us. I did a special one. Yeah, thanks, babe. Oh. So this one is technically the richest person in two countries in Europe. Daddy, oh. you're spoiling us today. Yeah, I know. So both of these countries are acceptable answers, and they will also come up again in the Mega Rica competition so because if we name both. Do we get double points? Sh- sure. Cool. <laughs> I'm keeping track. <laughs> All right, all right. For anyone doesn't know, this is the game where I say um, I found the richest person in every European country. I'm going to tell these guys their net worth, the industry they're in, and three facts about them, and they have to guess who they are or at least the country they're from. Starting off, net worth eight point five billion U.S. dollars. Okay, that's that's impressive. Solid. Better than the like one point two that we had in some other ones. Oh, sure. Billionaire shit. Oh, there's there's. There's some thousandaires in here, man. <laughs> it gets real fucking dire. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, come on. We'll get into that when it happens. Um, why are they rich? Shipping. Oh. And they married into wealth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you think you really have it, I'm going to say you go last. But here we go. There's like two countries of shipping, so it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Only two countries have access to the sea. Yes, none else. <laughs> no, I'm confused. <laughs> Fact number one. During the 70s, with three others, he started a shipping company. And in the 80s, after an aggressive startup period, he made his fortune as being the only shipping company that shipped oil out of Iran during the Iran and Iraq war. Wow. Yeah. He was known as the lifeline to the Ayatollah. <laughs> Damn. That is a, that's, that is a flex. <laughs> Um, he similarly provided uh, apartheid South Africa with oil during the embargo period. <laughs> when asked to explain, well, <laughs> all right. When asked to explain this, he said, "Everyone at shipping is in his country was doing this." <laughs> Damn, like I don't want to say the country because that's just such a. If, if I'm right, then that's perfect mentality for this country. <laughs> this quickly fell apart when he and his associates were arrested for using their cargo as their own fuel and doing and doing a wee bit of insurance fraud to cover up the $16 million losses in cargo. The court case took five years. The charges were ultimately waived before it ever got to court. Uh, but in, in the shipping world, that's like jaywalking. Like using your <laughs> own fuel, uh, using your own cargo to fuel your ship is like, yeah. Like that's, that's all they could get them on? Okay. <laughs> oh, there's more. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Sorry, I spoke too soon. Yeah. Fact number two. In the 90s, he bounced back by buying other shipping companies and selling them for parts. A company he owned was sued by the, develop- by the devolved government of Wales for spilling 71,800 tons of crude oil on one of their beaches. The lawsuit didn't land and he countersued the nation of Wales. <laughs> it was at this point he diversified his portfolio by basically purchasing all of his vertical by gaining controlling share of oil drilling companies riddled with bribing and oil spill scandals the companies that also make the shipping equipment also riddled with bribery scandals and also a sea farming conglomerate that has basically single-handedly destroyed the marine wildlife of scotland and chile oh cool and he bought whales and installed an apartheid system so he could be the only one who could ship oil out of it. Wow. That's just smart. Creating business opportunities. We're all about that Welsh oil. 
What about that Welsh apartheid? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Fact number three. After his success, never once paying taxes, and an attempt by his home country to raid one of his companies, called off last minute because the industry and trade minister feared job losses in the country. He denounced the citizenship of the country he made all his money in, saying it was impossible to make money in this country. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> move. Yeah. The country, coincidentally, has a really high tax rate on high earners. But don't worry. He, sta- he, still, he started donating a lot of his money to hospitals after his wife died of cancer. About 0.001% of his wealth. <laughs> King. Yeah. So that's uh that's this this guy. That's the ending of the of the children's book. Guess how much I love you. And you flip to the last page, and it's point zero zero one percent. That's how much I love you, Aww. sweetie. When you die, I'm going to donate a negligible fraction of my wealth to make sure that no one else goes through this again. When I die, donate point zero 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 one percent of my wealth to someone. <laughs> All right, so. How confident are you, Nick, in your answer? I'm pretty confident. Okay, okay. So we're gonna go with uh, Rob first here. Rob, who do you? Th- what country do you think this is? I don't know. Is it Greece? All right. I'm gonna tell you after we all have the answers. Yulia. Which countries did we have already? Like, we need to get like a map put up. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. Seriously, I can. I can tell. We had Romania. I can tell you off the top that I can tell you here. We've done Georgia, Bulgaria, yeah. Iceland, Romania, and Italy, but Italy is still in play. Oh, why? Because there's two. Because the guy who's still credited as like the richest person in Italy is like dead now. <laughs> okay. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at this. I hate it. It's all right. It's not a real competition, okay. except for yeah, Nick. But I feel like <laughs> I, can, I, feel the I can. I mean, I don't like Greece has shipping, so I pick Greece. I don't know about the high tax rate on the top of it. Norway. Has an incredibly high tax rate. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> I don't know why. Would you? Would you guess? Norway. Norway? Yeah. yeah. What do you say? Oh, that could uh, that's also like yeah, they I just thought because I would say Greece and, and Cyprus because there's two. Um, Where when I make I'm gonna make you pick one here. Okay, Greece. Okay. But you said that it's two countries. Just yep. so, I'm kind of stupid here, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you got it right. Whoa! Oh wow. <laughs> oh my god, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See, it is a real competition. <laughs> yes. So, so this is John Fredrickson. He, okay. oh, he is born Norwegian. <laughs> is so happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought because of the tax rate and because of the oil shit and the shipping and yeah. I thought yeah. yeah. Now that I think about it, Fuck, like complaining yeah. that you can't make money in that country <laughs> yeah. sounds like a, a dipshit like, rich guy exactly, thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, dipshit cool. in a Nordic country thing yeah. to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just have my eight billion dollars. I can't <laughs> not to make no money in this country. <laughs> Um, I'm happy. <laughs> but yeah, he de- he denounced his Norwegian. I like how his vibes that were very Greek. Like I very <laughs> much appreciate that. It's interesting you say that because he yeah. denounced his Norwegian citizenship and he now is a Cypriot citizen. Oh, Fucking shit! God damn it! So, wow, that was oh. the other acceptable answer. Fuck. Uh, no, sometimes you just yeah. I'm gonna edit that out. And, and, uh, <laughs> fuck I'm you gonna guys. make you pick one, Nick. Cyprus. It's <laughs> <laughs> recording later. Sometimes you Cyprus. just reach a, a country and he realize I'm home. And few know this, but Cyprus doesn't belong to Greece or Turkey or even Syria. Norway. That's <laughs> where yeah. it's always belonged. That's pretty wild though that he is also the richest person in Cyprus as well. Yeah, he's richest in both. Wow, what a 
you know, what goals. Making fucking money moves right there. <laughs> it's we'll get to it, but the the next richest person in Norway is uh, or Cyprus is quite a ways off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy who owns a falafel stand. <laughs> you see, I have three lamb. <laughs> I have three lambs. <laughs> His wealth is measured in three lambs oh, and twelve goats. With a mustache <laughs> showing you his lambs. <laughs> yeah, Anastasios Chrysotopoulos yeah. with his fucking like just also called Tassos. Yeah, the rich guy. <laughs> I, yeah, I like he's just like he's wearing like you know a really nice handy de- like handed down suit and uh, <laughs> just showing you his three lambs is like and the, uh, this is my three lamb uh excuse me i have to go on national broadcaster and talk about how i had five lamb before turk invade <laughs> 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 he, just, he just looks across the field to like turkish republic of north cyprus and there's his two other lambs staring at him <laughs> he just waves and a single tear goes down his cheek <laughs> I can't oh wait for God. that week of, uh, of Megarica. If, if the if unification if, if unification doesn't happen soon, I'm going to I'm going to have to liquidize one of these lamps. <laughs> I'm going to liquidate one of these assets. Can we can we uh, hear some more about about our lovely Norwegian shipping magnet, John Frederickson? Yeah, what I want to. He um, sounds like a great guy, just doing some crimes, <sighs> spilling oil. Let me get, give me a second here. True, I, yeah, the oil spillage thing should have really given it away. Exactly, God damn that's it. what I. Yeah, thought. I I personally love that he's basically destroyed. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, this, oh, he, he looks he, like he's not even cute. No, he looks like <laughs> one of the um, garbage pail kids. Yeah, that's just depressing. That that like lump of a reddish man is <laughs> my sunglasses. That evil. You don't need sunglasses in Norway. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, I guess he has his... Maybe his Cyprus. These are my Cyprus sunglasses. <laughs> yes, yes, a hundred. Um, I just also imagine like he's like probably just like lives on his yacht or something like that in Cyprus. Probably. Um, so he's... Let's see. He owns Deep Sea Supply, which does like supply for drilling. Oh. Um... Deep sea supply for drilling. He does like he owns the offshore drilling company Sea Drill. Um, sea Drill. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Pokemon, right? I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a bunch of holding companies, overseas ship holding group, and like the other one that I was like really unsurprised, but like he literally got into um, fish farming because he was like drilling for oil is too controversial a business. So fishing is not... Yeah, but like literally this company Marine Harvest is like the one he's done like the most damage with. It's also called called Marine Harvest. Marine Harvest, yeah. That sounds like a sci-fi... Thing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's, it's, it's like oh, yeah. no fish left afterwards. So the, sorry, I I should say they have rebranded probably due to all the fucking scandals to uh Moe. Not called Blackwater? I always I just It works because it's fishing and oil but um, and a private military contracting company. <laughs> and, and oil spills. And oil spills. <laughs> Every time I met uh with, what's his name? I fucking at the Seychelles you always just take me out for fish I never understood why <laughs> I just get some fish I know this great place <laughs> um, yeah they've rebranded to Moe to like which is a, Moe this is a cuter name it is yeah um, I think Blackwater wait was did you write name. it with an Omega 
What? Did he write it with an omega? No, this is a line underneath it because Norwegian's not a real language. Uh, oh, no, it, what? How's it spelled? No, it's it's just a no, it's just it a graphic. From here, from here, look like it looked like a mega, yeah. but it's just a graphic design decision. Ah, okay. Um, Thought he he like embraced his like his Cypriot. <laughs> no, it could be because the O with a line underneath it is Omega. <laughs> if you you write it a different way, he's like, hey, hey, see, I am one of I can't do a Norwegian accent. This <laughs> is like <laughs> I'm one of you guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me, me and the lamb guy, we get on great. We meet up for um. Coffee? Do you guys like coffee? I don't know. <laughs> Greek marker. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The other the other thing is if anyone out there has like command of like Norwegian or a language that can read Norwegian, he is the subject of a book called um, uh, Shop Floor or whatever the Swedish word or Norwegian word for shop floor is, which is just like a bio like a biography of him and all the fucking dodgy shit he did. Um, well, at the same time, like he's like come out and said this this book is not true. Uh, nothing about it is real. I've never seen a fish before in my life. <laughs> Whatever the hell, nailed so, yeah. it, John John Fredrickson. What a guy! What a guy! His name is really John. It's probably Jan. <laughs> yeah. it's probably, it's probably, to be fair, it's probably pronounced Jan. Fredriksen. Yeah. It's, it's, it is literally just him speaking perfect, like, Cypriot Greek. And it's like, Jan Fredriksen. It's like, you're not fitting in as well as you think you are. Yeah. All right. I love this one. He was a good guy. I like him. He's got a potato face. He doesn't have the flair of the Eastern... He doesn't have the flair of the Eastern Europeans, but... Like I do think there's some potential there with the Iran and apartheid South Africa yeah, connections. Yeah, like yeah. maybe like a classic, like I don't know, like a buddy buddy movie. Like he and <laughs> he and his Ayatollah Khomeini. Yeah, just, just yeah. No, literally, it's um, you get that guy um, Jay Burchell, um to play him as like the shipping magnet and get Seth Rogen to play the Ayatollah. <laughs> 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 and it's like this this a uh, bromance buddy comedy thing. I could see that happening. All right. Yes. Now we're into the uh, actual news of the week, I guess, right? Yep. We're fucking weirdos like that, paying attention to Europe. Ugh. You're welcome. Ugh. I haven't been. Cool. I, 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 I can, I'll, I'll bring it to the main topic right now. Good. Which okay. is to say that we recorded our discussion of what we're about to talk about last night, mm-hmm. and everything just went to... It, uh, the computer turns out to be sexist. It Super sexist. Cancelled Yulia. <laughs> And we turns out ca- it was a bad cable, actually. We canceled the cable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything is well now. And now we're here to talk to you guys about the EU's newly nominated fucking clown car of... <laughs> Clowns? Clown- yes. That is what a clown car is of. <laughs> you know, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> this is the kind of content you would have been missing if we uploaded the other thing. Exactly. Yeah, we've never had that, you know, that realization right there. First of all, I just want to say I love saying everything twice. It goes, you know, my motto is always, you know, cut twice, measure once. Um, so, yeah, we got five people here, uh, three tiers. We've got the uh, who fucking cares tier at the bottom, two people in that. Uh at the top, we have the go-off kings and queens yeah. tier where um, everyone in this room is going to rant about these top two. And then in the middle, we have a very special tier called the Jose Perel tier. <laughs> it's just one dude. It's just one guy that we have to talk about. But, all right. Quickly, I'm going to blow... But he has... You know what? He has potential. He does. He has so much potential to make now it that up he's to in that this, god like, tier. 
Now that he's like in this continent-wide posi- like limelight position, I'm very excited for what he could bring to oh, the yeah. table. He has that can-do attitude that all prospects have. <laughs> but you know, we'll see what the what 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 the two, 2019 EU season can do for his career. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just I take it all back. I love the horse race. You know, <laughs> just like my friends in the U.S. who are just it's F5 season and they just can't wait to see how the basketball landscape will shake out. That's how I feel with the EU. There's just so much potential and. Just like maybe they don't even watch the actual basketball games. I don't even care what policies they're going to do. It's just exciting to see what's going to happen. <laughs> what new names we're going to learn about. It's just so, ooh. <laughs> Can't wait. Okay. So, tier one, dead eyed robots. Who gives a shit? Um, first one, Charles Michel. He's been nominated for president of the European Council. Uh, he's been the prime minister of Belgium since October 2014. His party is from uh, Reformist Movement, which is like a centrist Alda Renew party, very associated with Guy Verhofstadt. Um, King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's basically the the Wallonian equivalent of Guy Verhofstadt. Feeling like Wallonian Guy Verhofstadt. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, um, comes from a bit of a dynasty. His dad was the former foreign minister of Belgium and an EU commissioner. That'll oh, be a recurring theme. Yeah, that's kind of random. Yeah. But, you know, what, a, what a nice coincidence what? that they both randomly happen to be in politics. Uh, so can you describe for, well, not even just like dumb people, but people like myself of mm. what, uh, uh, what is it, the president of the European Union? What is oh, he? So he's going to be president of the European Council. Okay. You're okay, president, president of, of the European, European Union. No, whatever. We should Fuck have it. that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, what is like? Oh, there's there's so many different like stupid fucking things that I don't know and that are so too complicated for me to actually want to care about. But because you do, please educate me. Right. Care is a strong word, but no one can't get rid of this information. Is probably a better description. Um, all right. So European Council. I think I said this last time is kind of comparable to, like, the Senate in the U.S. It's like the EU's upper house. It's usually filled with uh, the heads of state. They meet every so often. They're like, nah, do this, do that. Um, He's basically the speaker for it, the representative. If they ever do a press conference or make an announcement, he's the one who's doing it. So he's replacing Donald Tusk, who's going back to Polish politics. Back to the fun politics. (laughs) (laughs) There is actually a lot of people who are like super into the idea that Donald Tusk is going to be some sort of weird savior of Poland. Oh, you think so? (laughs) I (laughs) doubt that, actually. In free agency, anything's possible. You know, your team next year, this is going to be the year. I mean, like, this is really going to be the difference maker. (laughs) We also thought that about, no, not we, but people thought that about Martin Schulz coming from the European Union. And we know how that happened. There was. Everyone forgets there was that subreddit called The Schultz. I know, oh, holy shit, I know. Yeah. There were a lot of memes, but that was all the content he had. Yeah. Was just fucking internet memes. And then people realized he was not as exciting as those memes. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously, as a person. <clears throat> the uh, Schultz. The Schultz. Um, Man, that was like that, that was depressing. That was. Was, it was we were in a we were in a dark spot four years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still in a dark spot. <laughs> but good thing. Good thing that's Didn't over. Didn't get better. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Good times are ahead. Yeah, so Charles Michel, he's been nominated. He hasn't been confirmed yet. Uh, the parliament is throwing up a bit of a shit fit, but who? Uh, we'll see if they actually manifest that at all. We can talk about that later. Next in the dead-eyed category of who gives a fuck, uh, David Sassoli, who this guy is actually the European Parliament president now. Uh, he was voted in 
confirmed. This is like a Speaker of the House role. Cool. Yeah. Um, I am a sass man. You are. <laughs> Hashtag sass man. Let's get that going. Um, he's from uh, PD, Democratic Party of Italy, uh, who we know from like Matteo Renzi fame. Ooh. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is supposedly a center-left party, but they have like openly flirted with joining like the Guy Verhofstadt Macron project of Renew. Mm. Yeah, um, his big claim to fame is failing to win the PD primary in 2012 as candidate for mayor of Rome, losing to a guy called Ignazio Marino. Who Why does mayor of Rome sound like some like title that like the the Pope has, like Bishop of Rome? You know, <laughs> like. The Pope has two tasks. Yeah. Like, one is then Bishop of Rome and one is then the motherfucking Pope. Oh, it's like the, 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 the like, print, co-prince of Andorra. Like, every French president. Yeah, is yeah, also yeah, exactly. That sounds like it has, like, some different meaning also to it. It's like, oh, you're mayor of Rome, but you also control, like, Ethiopia as well. <laughs> well, hang on. <laughs> this is Italian history. Um, yeah, so, like, yeah, that that is actually, it's, Interesting you say that because mayor of Rome seems to be the only role you do. You only thing you do as mayor of Rome really is like be a fuck you to the Pope, um, because like basically the Pope at one point was like gay marriage shouldn't happen, and then like Ignazio Marino, the guy who actually did win the mayorship, was just like I have the power to ma- like marry people on the steps of the courthouse, so fuck it, uh, gay people come here, you're all married now. <laughs> what? Yeah, he was good like that, but then he was mm-hmm. replaced by a, call- a woman called Virginia. Uh, Virginia Raji, who is just like... Isn't she from Step 5 Star Movement? Five oh, Star yeah, Movement. yeah, I know her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, her whole thing right now is she can't get, like, the, like, bin men, the garbage men to, like, collect any of the, like, big garbage waste. So there's all the people in Rome have to start taking all their broken refrigerators to the office of the mayor and <laughs> leaving them on her doorstep <laughs> or on the street outside. Effective. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, um, that's David Sassoli, basically. He's nobody. He failed to, like, really get started in like national italian politics he's been an mep since 2009 yeah nothing <laughs> we now enter our next tier which is host Burrell tier yeah <laughs> <laughs> that about sums it up yeah that kind of enthusiasm i know Not that guy. <laughs> so real quick facts he's been nominated for being like the head of foreign affairs this is just foreign policy person for the eu uh, we get to brief history of him is that he's he was formerly the leader of the PSOE, the center left party of Spain. He was an MEP for a couple of years, five years, and then he like took a break, went into academia, uh, and then suddenly this year he's become like the foreign minister. He made his fame in Spain by being a Catalonian who was opposed to Catalonian succession. Trader. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, other other scandals involving him. Yeah, he had this whole insider trading thing with a renewable tech company he was involved with. Fraud investigation stuff. That's all good. That's Typical just a, stuff. <laughs> that's just a good CV for like a potential EU person. Like, yeah, yeah. just like I've seen your work. <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's a real five tool prospect. He's got it all. He's yeah, got, like, he's yeah. got murdering migrants. He's got austerity. <laughs> Being involved in some Being public a- procurement fraud. <laughs> 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 Whom's among us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 EU has like completely like 
you know how like companies uh, it's like a running joke about how companies like demand way too much for their requirements like you need six years experience with this programming language that's been out for five years so they're like you need to have like taken at least one trillion dollars in fraud all sorts of stuff well Rob in the off season I really appreciated his arrest record of Catalonian (laughs) old women that was really that was really the key to success in the 2017 2018 season that we saw with him he's a real scrappy player you know he tells the Catalonians to pull their pants up they are Spanish get over it stop shitting on logs (laughs) (laughs) we had about a five minute detour with shitting on logs before we're not going to talk about that i, I didn't just, know what it was i completely uh, forgot about I that seriously i <laughs> yeah. seriously Fucking not logs. know what it was and then my brain just got like destroyed by you guys describing something that very poorly. Very poorly. <laughs> that there's like, Come oh, well, you don't fucking know about this this log shit. Yeah, you've never seen it? No, seriously. I've never seen it. <laughs> It's cute, <laughs> weird, I mean, and cute. <laughs> let's no. let's put it this way: um, our fans, our listeners, uh, please send Nick all the photos of Catalonian log shitting, all the <laughs> yeah. poop, all the logs, so that he understands it. I mean, uh, yeah, actually, so I can get educated. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm I'm just trying to learn more about you know oppressed groups. <laughs> So, um, you know, I am an ally. <laughs> we must defend this culture of log shitting. Um, yeah, so. Kieran's going to make his first of these references in this podcast. I think he's not going to be a Daisuke Matsuzaka. Fucking nailed it, Kieran. I did it. I did it, guys. I did it. Baseball. Um, yeah, I think this guy, I think he's worth the hype. We've seen his interview. Damn. Yeah. Okay, awesome. wow. We've but se- maybe he'll have like a Steven Strasberg year. We'll have a really good first half of the season. You know, we'll actually had a really good first season. Comes back. Just destroys his fucking ligaments in his arm, has to have Tommy John surgery. Still a good pitcher, but can't reach 100 miles an hour like he used to in his first two seasons. So for anyone who uh, listening at home, my face basically just dropped the entire time <laughs> Nick was uh, talking about whatever that was because I was like, I, I just learned about one baseball player. Don't introduce others. <laughs> you fucker. Um, so, yeah, we saw his DW interview where... It was just he like, had that potential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had fire potential. Can you ex- can you explain it quickly for our listeners? Yeah, so they uh DW Deutsche Welle sat down with him for uh, an interview segment they called Conflict Zone. I don't know how he was expecting this interview to go. <laughs> that, sounds like a, that sounds like a CNN Wolf Blitzer. If, if Wolf Blitzer li- actually yeah, grilled someone. Is. Yeah. Like, it's that, it's that fucking dipshit from, from Deutsche Welle who cannot interview people, actually. He's actually really horrible at interviewing mm. everyone because exactly that is just to piss people off. Yeah. So he has one with Frau Kapitki that just, like, tries to egg her on, but, like, not with, like, I, I, I would say with, like, semi-legitimate points because then when they just start getting angry he'll just start throwing out statistics mm. like it happens with um you know our our um our number one draft prospect mm-hmm. Josep. Yeah. yeah yeah did anyone ever talk to him like did a full interview or something like that <laughs> they all walk out Falca Petri, yeah falca petri did she did yeah true yes yeah, yeah yeah i mean yeah. he's a horrible interviewer like yeah, we, can, yeah, we yeah. cannot give him too much credit he's a he's a he's a Big fat fucking idiot! Oh my god! I wow, did, I did piss this guy off. <laughs> I think there is a place for like that confrontational interviewing style, but he's also not doing that well because he also just like backs down on certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's much. unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, it is just an it is an online Deutsche Welle. Yeah, 
it, like yeah, like YouTube only interview <laughs> platform if I'm not mistaken. So, to describe what happened, Jose Borrell, while foreign minister of Spain, which he's only been since 2018, um, had this one-on-one interview on Conflict Zone, um, where he was asked about like the the conditions in which like Catalonian separatist politicians were being kept in. Um, the guy in the interview pointed out that she hasn't been convicted for anything. She's just been charged. She hasn't been like actually found guilty of anything. Um, and she's in solitary confinement. She's like 60 something. And he's just like, what is solitary confinement? Uh, what is any of this? <laughs> no, I stop interview. Aren't, aren't we all solitary? <laughs> Damn. Ourselves. Um, but also, I, it was weird. It, it felt like he was also playing up his poor English. I thought he was really about to say, I was like, what is solitaire? <laughs> just cracks out a deck of cards. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yes. Stop playing. <laughs> Magic tricks. You mean, that game on the, you mean that game on the computer that when I win, my just like computer explodes with cards everywhere? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what really got him was the statistic that like 70% of Spaniards want constitutional reform. And he was like, I stopped the record. Record over. No, if you do this, I just... Yeah. It's... No. No. What's <laughs> no, just... the exact quote? Yeah. Uh, I also love the way he pronounced... Like, he says record instead of, like, recording or interview, which I love. Um, like, like record, like, with journalistic stuff? Maybe, but he's definitely not using it correctly. Um, yeah, so... Who are I, you to judge, Kieran? I know, right? My English is fucking terrible. Mm. Um... But yeah, I think I think this guy now that he's like in this larger limelight position is going to be a fucking treat of just dumb shit. His actual like foreign policy positions is he's not in favor of intervening in in Iran and North Korea. That's something. That's good. <laughs> uh, he is majorly in favor of inter- uh, intervening in Venezuela. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I said this last time, but I think the only reason that we have that split is that he speaks Spanish. <laughs> he, <laughs> yes, like, he knows what's happening. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they speak Farsi over there. I'm not going there. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, um, wait, wait, hold up. Like, there is... Um, you know, Mike Pompeo did say that Hezbollah, Iran, well, just those two, are in <laughs> Venezuela yeah. helping Maduro. Nice. So he should care. Right, right. So the, <laughs> you cannot simply enter Venezuela and not consider Iran. Exactly, yeah. How are the Kims involved? <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. Mike Pompeo rolls up on a scooter in Venezuela. Have you considered Hezbollah? <laughs> <laughs> um, he also made like a jab at America on the 4th of July about like, you know, good job killing the Indians. Um, he's the last nice. year. That's fun from the, coming from a Spanish person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he just meant it as a thing of like, they didn't like, do genocide well enough. Yeah. yeah. Look at our colonialism. <laughs> it's, it's the whole like... Um, not recognizing Iraq as a moral failure, but recognizing it as a tactical failure. Kind yeah, of like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not critiquing you on your colonial and, or on on your wars. I'm I'm critiquing you on on the operative level. Yeah. Of your wars. No, no, don't stop on my behalf. We now enter into the top tier. Yeah, I'm ready. I've been fucking riffing, you know, by myself, you know, practicing in the mirror, like shadow boxing, but with podcasting for this these these next two. Um. We have number four and number five. Number four, Christiana, it's payback time, Lagarde. New nominated Woo. head of the ECB. Yep. Yay. Woo. 
Let's make austerity feminism, fam. Yeah. All right. So, fun quotes, especially around the uh, feminism. Upon the death of King Abdullah of Saudi Arabia, she said, he made great strides for feminism. <laughs> that he did. <laughs> feminist basic, icon. Basic rights <laughs> for women. Ah, that's feminism, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, she's known as the Queen of Davos. Cool. <laughs> First Slay. off, her name. <laughs> <laughs> she, oh, oh. Slayer of Greeks. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> she's just, you know, she's everyone's favorite at Davos because she has the the purest adrenochrome. Like you go to her for the hookup. <laughs> um, supposedly sympathetic to the Greek situation, like she, like she's made a lot of comments. <laughs> she cried on camera about it. <laughs> she still had to do it. Uh, it's not like you're making me racist. You're like <laughs> <laughs> the Greeks just keep like social spending and tax dodging. You're making me do this. This is like exactly. this is like hearts and prayers, but for French people because yeah. they're just like. Comments. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, but the weird thing is that on, on that is that supposedly even Yanis Varoufakis has like confirmed this that even behind closed doors she was like sympathetic to the Greek situation. I think the whole thing when like Angela Merkel met with like refugee kids and was like, "I'm sorry, I'm sending you back to you know whichever country yeah. you're from," and there's just a kid who just starts crying. Yeah, and, like, we never Angela talked Merkel. about that, did we? That was fucking. It's how one long of the weirdest moments. Yeah. Yeah. And Angela is really awkwardly trying to comfort that kid. Yeah, like and patting like, her. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. can't. I can't like let everyone stay. <laughs> yeah, like, like what? Yeah, there's she a just, fucking kid crying. Yeah, it does yeah. it says everything wrong? Yeah. And yeah. I imagine like also. The interaction between Christine Lagarde and uh, Giannis Velfak is in a very similar sense, except for without like the head padding and the... Giannis is crying. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of the unifying thing between all these people, like not just um, Merkel and Lagarde, but all the people we've talked about so far and all the EU monsters. We were joking about how they're dead-eyed, but they're just like... They are. Robots. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the thing about the EU politics I was saying before, like... I appreciate the uh, comparisons to uh, the American political system, so I understand their roles. But it's just more advanced. It's like the second. It's like the later installations of an RPG where they have to build out and have more worlds and levels. You know, more more councils that I don't know what they do, but it's something to explore here. And then if that's true and that's the game, then these are all the NPC characters populating the game. Yeah. And what's really fucked up about it is it's not NPC like oh they can't do anything. They just say two sentences over and over. They're running Europe. It's just going in a video game. You're just stuck. That's the real undeadness. That's how about that for Black Mirror episode? Dude, politics Europe. is like Black Mirror, but real. <laughs> Whoa! What if everyone was just playing like a video game, just playing what their about roles? If the European Union was all NPCs who could murder you. And, you know, if you die in the game you die in real life you die in real life and people just you know just don't read anymore you know <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. yeah god damn it the on that kind of lo- note about the whole Greek situation though is that like in 2012 she got into this like whole scandal where um, she said that like due to Greek tax avoidance um, and basically a, oh, let's see 2012 she dryly referred to Greek tax avoidance as scented and uh, said to an interviewer's suggestion that Greeks had had a nice time, but now it's payback time. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hell yeah. Is that like her action movie 
phrase. Yeah. Know, see, wow. Christine, Christine Lagarde is, is actually my, um, my, my dom. Oh, right, like, yeah. She yeah. fin doms you. Yeah. She fin doms Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking cool. Um, now it's payback time. Yeah, yeah. no, because their whole entire thing during that was like always, yeah, like trying to please everyone. And at the end of the day, it just kind of comes back as this this very brutal austerity program that she just like, you know, oh, you know, yeah, you know, I don't want to do this, but I have to. Like, it's my job. And it's yeah. like there are, there were so many other solutions for Greece that then didn't have to involve like, you know, this type of massive <laughs> austerity. But you know what? Fuck it. Like, you know, this is the only track of economic thought that we have. So yeah, yeah. you made me do this. Why? Why are you imposing austerity on yourself? Why are you imposing <laughs> austerity on yourself? Huh? Actually, the Baltics did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were they had recommendations that were like not as harsh as the ones that they actually implemented. They were like, oh, yeah. you know what? You want us to do this? Okay, we go full force. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, like Swedish bankers, like, damn, we fucking got them to do it. Yes. <laughs> it's like, wow, this is work. impressive. <laughs> well, that that is like older brother, like, you won't eat that bug. And it's like, all right, and they eat it. It's like, yeah, I didn't know you were going to do it. <laughs> Except, yeah, it's just like the older brother is Sweden, the younger brother is Estonia. <laughs> uh, Yo, I can't believe they fucking did it. You see how they deregulated their financial markets? Damn. <laughs> the mad lad got into the thing. <laughs> Yo, that was fucking mad, man. <laughs> That was me, but drinking a bottle of open surge that we found at the beach. And my, bro- <laughs> <laughs> my brother and, the, and his friends were like, "You won't drink it." I'm like, "All right." Fucking <laughs> Baltics. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, you know, I sympathize with the Baltics. <laughs> you want to reduce social spending by two percent each year? Uh, bro, bro, fucking watch me. I'll do it. Like, just wait. <laughs> Disability care gone. <laughs> you watch me. Damn! You fucking did it. Uh, oh, oh, fucking hell. Favorite group of countries. <laughs> but it like it does actually get into like a really interesting question though of because okay so I know this actually has little material value because it doesn't matter what these people think it matters what they do but it is actually really interesting to try and analyze these people are like are these people just complete ideologues where they can't envision an alternative but then like these moments when Christina's saying like it's payback time it's like or are you taking why is that in this? not on like why why did that did we not have like slay queen t-shirts of her you know or like Nancy Pelosi memes of Christine Lagarde doing shit like that because that's one of those things that could look like, so easily get taken wrong by like neoliberal feminism where it's like yeah look at her she's fucking telling those dirty Greeks how they have like, to fucking re- there is like a- the memes sorry no go for it like the memes of Margaret Thatcher that that just quote her about like, I don't know what she about says. anything yeah about yeah. anything and it's like uh, on feminist uh, sites and it's like wow women look at this woman <laughs> well, the- I'm just imagining the like the Nancy Pelosi clap but with that with the it's payback time <laughs> okay so there is like a neoliberal subreddit and i'm sure that's oh, in there yeah but this is 2012 and this is before like neoliberals started calling themselves neoliberals well i want to go back to 2012 and i want the meme culture we have of today but around her and but they're also a little bit slower so then like i don't know like <laughs> damn it I don't know how to envision this, but I do want, like, Nancy Pelosi clap memes. No, sorry. You just went, like, oh, they're always behind on memes. And now I'm just imagining Christine, Christine Lagarde fucking mouthing along to the uwu song. <laughs> <laughs> it's creeping me the fuck out. Who can forget Christine Lagarde's famous quote? 
Europe doesn't exist. They're just countries giving me money and me getting money. Uh, uh, pounces on you, but the U is Greece. Um, rawr. Rawr. Uh, <laughs> All right, so Christina is like one of Macron's major wins in this whole like fucking Game of Thrones bullshit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> because neoliberal fucking Reddit has already made this. Ah, uh, they have. Oh, uh, true. Uh. That's maybe the worst part about all of this is that Macron is literally sitting there being like, I fucking did it. Like his brain's the size of Jupiter and he's like, I I have become Napoleon, yeah. whatever, just controlling Europe. Cool. Like I, we talked about this last night, but like the only way that could have happened for him though is because of this exact moment, all the shit that's going down, mm-hmm. where Italy's just not going to work with you because they're fucking doing Italian politics. Hey, we're doing fascism over here. Um <laughs> Uh, fucking back to the roots. Germany's um, Merkel is on the way out. Supposedly, it's now been revealed just in time that everyone fucking hates Akaka. Imagine that <laughs> the CDU putting forward politicians everyone fucking hates. Um, I don't know who votes this party in. Yeah. Like I continuously wonder. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually met a CDU. Given I'm not in the income bracket of meeting CDU voters. Yeah, you're also in Berlin. I'm also in Berlin. Come There's plenty of CDU Luna. voters. Like, Come visit Luna. Like everyone I know that went to school with me is in a fucking like, and they're probably yawn. all completely fucking. Yeah, also wear suits and go work at their parents' companies. So that's nice. disgusting. Yeah, that is gross. Yeah, it's the only Stop thing it. you can do. Stop it! Stop <laughs> like, it! You can only hang out with your friends <laughs> at the Junge Union. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh. Get drunk at Schützenfest. And... I know we used to play Crash Team Racing, but it actually turns out that I hate you as a person, and I only hung out with you because. This was a very small town, (laughs) (laughs) and you had a PlayStation. Um, Yeah, so, but it is like a, uh, yeah, so this weird situation where, like, Germany's on the back hill, back heel, Italy wasn't going to cooperate, Britain was meant to fucking leave, Um, everyone was, like, super excited for Pedro Sanchez, like, coming in, and, like, supposedly having, like, center-left representation, nah, didn't fucking happen. He got fucking bitch-slapped by Macron. And Giefer Hofstadt, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of what's happened here. But like, she suspected. Just the dream team, those two. Yeah. Giefer Hofstadt's like a fucking barnacle, just like <laughs> on the side of this, just like I don't know, just growing. Oh, no, I was I was talking about Sanchez and Macron, but now I'm just imagining them kiss. <laughs> I can say it happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just, crazy that the like uh, center left uh, savior. Pedro Sanchez didn't really work out. No. Damn. Imagine that. I'm sure people are going to realize that that was hopeless to put all your eggs in this basket <laughs> and that we won't pick some savior. Uh, yeah, just uh, imagine that the center left just um, rolling over <laughs> to the center right. Imagine that. Um, yeah. So she's kind of like picked by Macron because she's going to be favorable to like French banks, which are all kind of like quietly failing at the moment i'm i'm just excited for jan fleischauer to start being racist to french people no no he won't he probably has so much respect for her yeah so it's probably the only woman that then he respects he's still gonna be complaining about joggy even though he's not the head of the ecb <laughs> anymore well, no, because he, he might he's because of this fucking revolving door shit he might be in charge of the imf 
Oh, there you go. You can just yeah. hop on. Oh, just should we talk about that now? Yeah, um, the, the, I, I say we talk about that now. I say we talk about the the slow transition that Jan Fleischauer is going to be coming into, like an anti globalist, <laughs> like an anti globalization left wing. Is like, Jan Fleischauer? I'm here at the ECB. <laughs> no, like he's just going, he's going to learn about the IMF from the left perspective. Is like they did what <laughs> to Jamaica? <laughs> just like, but it's still just fueled by his hatred of Mario Draghi. <laughs> Yeah, actually, the reason that you can't um, fucking um, have an affordable apartment is because of the IMF, what they did to, to Jamaica. There you go. <laughs> Don Fleischauer, my latest. <laughs> the, like, or no, he just like, the IMF is bad now because an Italian's in charge of it. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm waiting for that take. Yeah. I want Mario Draghi to become head of the IMF. And Jan Fleischhauer just to fucking go off. But it's still all the criticisms that you could have leveled against the IMF for years. Yeah. It's just he's now realized them. <laughs> uh, yeah, IMF. You love to read it, folks. What about the IMF? I don't know. Uh, who are the potential? Can you introduce them? Who are the potential replacements? Well, Drahi is like... Your 2019 <laughs> potential candidates for the head of the IMF. Coming to a third world country trying to socialize an asset. Um, yeah, so Mario Drahi, like I said, who was like the ECB head, I don't really have any strong thoughts on him. I don't think he would be good. But the one fucking psychopath who's put his like name in the ring that terrifies the absolute living shit out of me is George Osborne. Um, former Chancellor of the Exchequer, which is the fancy British way of saying finance minister. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, like Britain didn't have to do austerity. Like it was just completely optional. Really wanted to. They just <laughs> he really wanted it. Um, and it's just absolutely horrifying levels of austerity. Um dependency on food banks in the UK has increased. Just it's all just gone to shit over there. So the stat that I always remember is like between two thousand four and two thousand nine, ten people per day were dying who were dependent on benefits. Um just because of all these like social cutbacks they've done. They've nationalized everything in the UK like, no, sorry, they've denationalized, they've oh, privatized. They, I was about to say they've nationalized they, they everything cool. in the UK yeah. and I was Oh, cool. This is bad. Wow. <laughs> George Osborne. What a guy. <laughs> Daddy. Um, yeah, no, they've privatized everything in the UK. They've Even though it just doesn't make any sense, they privatized the railways, which just made them more expensive. And then all the nationalized railways of Europe just, like, bought them. And, like, train tickets in other European countries are so low because they just made profit off the really exploitative trains in the UK. Um, they nationalized the postal service, but due to, like, this weird thing in the Magna Carta... Uh, Royal Mail still has to like while being a private company trying to make a profit still has to deliver post from like London to um, the Falkland Islands as if it's like a local rate (laughs) so the whole thing's just fucking dumb and the UK's economy is just about to fucking shit itself and it's all thanks to this guy who now wants to run the IMF which is great um, based on your description, I can say with 100% certainty, it will happen. Yeah. Book it. Oh, yeah. He has, that. He has again, that can-do attitude that the, uh, that the IMF is, has been looking for. Um, Great advanced stats on how many people he can kill with austerity. So the IMF is going to say, that's a real, that's a real asset we, we can grab. He can literally decimate a population of poor people. The UK is the, the little brother who ate the bug without having to. Like, no one said, <laughs> no one, UK, we were talking to Greece, but okay. <laughs> no, no, it, it, the weird thing about the UK is the, 
the UK is the only child who ate the bug, <laughs> dared himself to eat the bug, and then ate the bug. I just, I mean, like, the UK in terms of, like, economic, especially, like, interrelated with, with Europe, is really funny because they think that always, like, they're top dog, but the the British economy has only necessarily benefited because it's been a part of this, like, thing that they can just fucking pretty much, like, just cheat on <laughs> yeah. for, you know, decades on end, still keep their own currency, which then is better for them because then they have their own monetary policy and shit like that. But, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious of then how all these, like, Tories who are, like, when Brexit happens, like, what they imagine the UK becoming... Because economically, it's horribly unstable. And then you have to then fucking, you know, leech off of these weird trade deals that then that you're trying to then remake with Europe that you only really necessarily got because you were part of this. You have no actual industry yourself, yep. you know, aside from, you know, colonialism, which British, you don't have anymore. The other one is like fucking British agriculture. It's just like nothing. Yeah, there. it does not exist. Yeah, you know, yeah, you had yeah. factories that then now don't exist there anymore. Like what you have financial, you know assets yeah. that is it that was thatcher's plan like everyone in the uk yeah. becomes a banker it was so like... i don't fucking understand then when when that happens like what that's gonna i mean you know like you thought austria was fucking bad when you could at least participate in this you know you know european market yeah. as a you know fair player as part of the european union like it's gonna get fucking worse when they do exit out of it mm. you know so cool like hooray really, really looking forward to that just on a little side caveat with the uk <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's see, last thing. Do we have any other final thoughts on the Christine Lagarde before we go on to the next one? I'm ready. No, I just want to point out that um, uh, Giannis has a diss track coming out. An op-ed <laughs> in The Guardian, I guess, is going to come because Greek elections are this weekend, so he's not going to do it this weekend. Yeah. So I'm really excited to uh, see what that's going to you know dig up because he... Um, yeah, like he said, like it was this, like you know, very personal interaction that then he had with then you know the IMF, the ECB, mm-hmm. the, well the Troika just in general. Yeah, and how they're all just a bunch of like you know I don't want to do this, but I fucking have to. Like there's no other option. So and someone who then actually like wanted to go through with then the Aki vote that then his government didn't is just kind of a you know because even like even cities I was like damn like you know what. The Troika's right. Like, we don't have any other option. We have to fucking do this, which also was not true. Like, there was a, a democratic moment that definitely got passed up on in Greece. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it's like, it's slightly sympathetic because, like, I do feel like in that situation, Greece didn't have the choice. It was the Troika who had the choice that they didn't fucking take. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. So, moving away from that criminal. Last and certainly not least. Not least. Another another queen. Top prospect for 2019. Queen of Europe. Nomination for president of the commission, which is the closest we get to, like, president of Europe, basically. Uh, Ursula von der Leyen. Ursula von der Leyen. <laughs> Ursula von der Leyen. Ursula. 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 Von der Leyen. Von der Leyen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just the V throws me every time. I know it's meant to be an F sound, but I can't do it. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, That's her. Not, I can't 
That, uh, that girl. <laughs> so everyone in this room has strong opinions of this woman. Uh, Rob has broken his brain. Uh, Yulia has had her brain broken by living in Germany. Yeah. Uh, and being exposed <laughs> and I respect to her. <laughs> Nick is a Urshi stan. Um, <laughs> so all I can say is going back to the Michelle um, theme her dad was an EU commissioner as well and was also a premier of a German state of Lower Saxony. That's the only bit of research I did on her, so everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first of all, um, yeah, dynasty, no? That's what we talked about before. No, also, it. she was born in Brussels and she's kind of flexing that right now. <laughs> it's like, I was born here. Come yeah. on, I'm just coming back to the neighborhood. <laughs> I'm coming home. Exactly. Coming she's, home. she's doing the whole LeBron thing where it's like that, a kid from Akron where he's like, you know, always <laughs> coming back to, wait, what is it? When he got fucking signed by the Cavaliers yeah. again. And he was trying to do the whole thing of like, yeah, your boy's back. Like, I'm from here. I'm from Ohio. <laughs> just a, yeah just a kid from akron who then you know makes it back you know ma- makes it to the nba drafted by his home by his home team uh yeah by his home team you know goes and has a stint in miami but no baby was that college yeah he's back <laughs> yeah so she's homecoming kind of same, when yeah. did the same school as boris johnson in brussels like it's some fancy like the european school in brussels oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, how European she is, she also showed us by uh, like via her new Twitter account that yes. she's just established after she got the nomination. Yep. Her new Twitter account. Um, yeah, because um, <laughs> yeah, she, she made Twitter. <laughs> yeah, she she joined Twitter and she tweeted like the first thing she tweeted was um, using the three official languages of the EU, was saying hello. Europa, of course, German first, because German first. <laughs> Germany first, baby. Germany first. Um, hello, Europa. Um, hello, Europe. Salut, l'Europe. Yeah, French last, because who the fuck are we kidding? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, what the, the three, fuck? The you guys had your moment in the 50s. It's over now. Germany's reunified. Everyone speaks English. Get over it. Actually, she still has, got, has to has to kind of like thank the French for, for getting this nomination. Yeah, the rise. That's a good point. Yeah, thank you, Macron. Yeah. Um, because She's, it was kind of like daddy. a backroom deal kind of thing, because he didn't really want... Manfred Weber, I mean... No one wants it. Oh, well, <laughs> I think that's a nice little segue to talk about our buddy, Manfred Weber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Or, you know, how Go for the mighty it. have fallen. Go As for it. mighty, I mean a person who's just been in the background of politics for like 15 years. <laughs> who's that guy? <laughs> so I want to do a little bit of like behind the curtain thing here. Because yeah. Rob asked me a question last night that I kind of answered in my fucking stream of consciousness when we recorded this the first time. But I actually think I have a better answer for now, which is basically you asked me what the fuck happened. Why was this person put forward in the first place if no one fucking liked him? Yep. Yeah. And the answer to that is that basically no one outside of the Brussels bubble cares about the Spitzen candidate process before <laughs> the election. It's only after the election when there are supposedly consequences <laughs> that they have, like, does the pan, like, a pan-European politic actually fucking care. Um, basically, Weber is a big boy in um, the dumb EPP politics bureaucracy shit. He was able to throw around his weight, get made the Spitzing candidate, because everyone in the EPP internal structure on the European level seems to think he's like a big swigging dick. But like the guy himself couldn't command respect 
in Bavaria, never mind the entirety of Germany, Portugal, Estonia. As soon as the actual European leaders got in there, they're like, who the fuck are you? Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like confusing. I mean, also with like the Orban EPP stuff where I'm like, why are they screaming at each other? And now they're just, they're back. He's back. No, power back in. EPP means familia. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, speaking of Orban, uh, von der Leyen is like the only candidate that actually Orban and the Polish, the Polish people. The <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The piss party. That's uh, no better. <laughs> what? That's the name. I know it is. <laughs> How is that not better? That's the name. It's not my the Polish government, okay, mm-hmm. um, and Orban could actually get behind, yeah. which is quite in- quite interesting. And they were like, "Okay, no, this Manfred we don't like, but von der Leyen, we like." Wait, <laughs> why does Viktor Orban like her? I am not sure actually. <laughs> is it like oh, she's know. defense? I think it's purely that. Yeah. So you're saying that then every single day, like Viktor Orban just like salutes a picture. Well, of her. maybe it's, like, it's because she actually like raised the guitar for the like uh, German army and and kind of was like, oh, okay, yeah, um, I want to like Germany needs to take more responsibility. And the word was actually very controversial since we said we are not going to join any war anymore. I mean. Yeah, just by selling cool. weapons yeah. to everyone. She loves selling weapons to Saudi Arabia. Oh hell Turkey. yeah! Well, the, the, my no, favorite thing. Stop that! But we still, we uh, Germany. Julia herself. <laughs> oh God, Germany. Arms dealer for Germany. Yeah. So, Yulia, how could you? Germany still trains uh, officers, like Saudi Arabian officers. They actually stopped, like the kind of stopped the arms dealing. But yeah. my favorite controversy of hers is. Um, the she has she has a lot like she has a lot that had to do with like internet censorship and stuff like that which I guess we'll get to in a second but there's the one where they were making a huge deal about the fact that like the G thirty six rifle couldn't shoot in the desert like it just wouldn't shoot straight by like a few centimeters like something really German and very specific mm. this is why it's bad. And I think then, like, the Bundeswehr just went and just took all those weapons and, like, sold them to, like, Egypt or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) They don't work in the desert. Where would we sell them? Egypt. (laughs) Uh, I mean, don't quote me on that, but I think I remember remember reading something like that. Then, like, like, because, yeah, I mean, Germany just, like, loves selling weapons. Like, I think the the third or fourth largest arms dealer in the world. The two yeah. things Germany's love, selling weapons and like eBay Kleinanzeigen, like lightly used <laughs> weapons. <laughs> so shoot slightly kind crookedly. Of straight, uh, kind of off. Pick them yeah. up yourself, goddamn. Kaiser <laughs> Handelbar. Yeah. Um, so before we move on, can I just yeah. one more time for Manfred Weber? He's out there now doing interviews with Bill, talking about the quote, Mestige Kräfte that are blocking him <laughs> from, mm. and he's just, and the I thought lists. like, I, I know my first thought was like, Oh, maybe he'll realize that, like, yeah, there's this, like, yeah, there's this, like, power structure of the ruling class, and he's on the outside. And as others pointed out, it's like, no, he's just going to be anti-Semitic. Yeah. <laughs> the ruling, the the powerful forces that are blocking him from uh, that quote maybe stabbed him in the back. Um, yeah. Well, Alex there. Jones, I'm sitting here with Manfred Weber, who said that he has personally talked to George Soros. It was given why he could not become the president king of Europe. <laughs> um. That is actually just, it's really funny that that's fucking happening now because shout, like, call back to the episode we did with Hugh O'Brien when he was here and he was talking about the fact that he was like one of a thousand people who were watching the like Spitzing Candidate debates and all the comments were just like, 
Why isn't Weber saying all the anti-Semitic things I want him to say? Now he will, baby. Someone put that into like a, a PowerPoint presentation for him. He's like, I know what I must do. <laughs> uh, this is kind of an aside, but I did want to say that, like, in general, the stabbed in the back theory, like, I feel like it's a very like, like the the German mindset around it is like also very American. I can understand because it's sort of like. Honestly, dude, if it weren't for the fucking commies and Jews, I would have kicked your ass. Like, this is like real, like, you know, like, they're, they're just holding me back, man. I would have, I would fucking ruined you. <laughs> this is Weber in the back room threatening to beat up a woman. Exactly. Like, he's not, he's not beating up anybody, but it's sort of like he can psych himself up in this way. And also, like, yeah, you know, if they just let me, like, colonize all of Eastern Europe and, like, reintroduce feudalism, then yeah, I could, I could take over Europe. Like, I could do it easy. They just need to let me do that. All right, Pete Manfred. See you in the new Fry Corps. <laughs> uh, so let's uh let's talk a bit more about Ushi. Is that that's the nickname, right? Ushi, yeah. Ushi, yeah. Um, von der Leyen. I can go through the family history if you want a little bit. <laughs> of course. Um, so this is very important. This is the key to understanding a lot of CDU mindset because everyone in the CDU has two qualifications. The first is they come from just like a ridiculous aristocratic family pedigree. Like they're just all like barons and counts and titans of industry like on all sides like every marriage has to like have that too so like if you just go through her family like i didn't even write all of it down but they're just all like like i said the von der Leyen is like some aristocratic family from krefeld then her family is also they were like barons and electors and like fucking holy roman empire and stuff um nice uh, her brother is the ceo of deezer which i've never heard of a it's music a, streaming uh, music website app. Just oh, why not? Double EGs are shit. Okay. Yep. They're just everywhere. All, all right. these people. And then the, the it's second like German half. only version of Spotify or something like that. <laughs> oh, the French fucking love it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking sickos. Maybe Macron was like, uh, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's a sealed the deal. No, it's like a serious thing of just like, back when I was a musician, it was just like, I would be talking to these French blogs and I'd be like, yeah, my stuff's on Spotify. And they're like, is it on Deezer? It needs to be on Deezer. <laughs> like, what the fuck is Deezer? <laughs> Never heard of that, actually. Yeah, right? Macron was like the Deezer connection, and then she's like a six-year-old yeah. woman, so we got to have her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Macron. <laughs> Macron's man's are just like, yeah, I want Manfred Weber, but in woman and 60 plus. <laughs> and as uh, Kieran mentioned before, uh, her father was uh, yeah, a famous elected official. King of Europe. Um, uh-huh. She went to college for a year in the UK and had to have like a, an alias – and bodyguards with her all the time because the Red Army faction apparently threatened her father and they thought they might kidnap her. That would have been so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> so congratulations to Europe. The Lindbergh baby is now your president. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Literally, like, the family probably is just as racist as Charles Lindbergh is, yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. She's on a bunch of boards of directors and bullshit like that yeah. yeah and she plagiarized her uh dissertation classic yeah. german mindset that's that's the one to punch i had to say with the city because what's his face yeah. the guy um i forget his name um but he had the same thing aristocratic pedigree plagiarize your dissertation yeah. and the problem is because in germany it's not like other countries where like the politicians go to law school because germany loves academia they need yeah. a phd to show like look i'm smart and then they're like well how do we get through this let's just plagiarize <laughs> it i'm from a fucking rich aristocratic family i'm not doing that shit all right all right don't want to step on any toes here but that is not as german as you think it is there's fucking scandal of the wazoo that happening in spain the netherlands kosovo georgia everyone fucking this is just a europe thing of just lying by the PhD and just being like, yeah, I'm real smart. Here's my thesis on like 
um, I don't know, relativity or uh, gravity. Actually, I was sitting under a tree <laughs> earlier and <laughs> some well, s- fucking gal Spanish politician. Well, it's, rid- it's, it's funny because it's connected to the... Um, what happened a couple of months ago in the U.S. with the whole like scandal about uh, bribing to get into college and stuff? Because these are rich families, and in Europe they're fucking they're rich and they're like aristocratic in the power structure. You know, yeah. they don't need a PhD; they can do whatever they want. I'm sure that you can go be a CEO of a company or whatever without your PhD. But in order to like launder that aristocratic privilege, you need to have this like piece of paper that says like, yeah. You have a PhD. Oh, so it was earned. They're smart. So that's why they can go fucking sell weapons and train Saudi Arabian uh, generals and whatever. I, I can't do that because I want to. I have to <laughs> Yeah, you know, I have to prove myself first. So Rob's yeah. right. Like they don't need the PhD. Like having fun in your last name is proof enough that you're a monster and you know fit to rule this country. <laughs> yeah. So actually, yeah, to be fair. And um, look at like other people in the CDU. You can say that she is kind of sometimes going against the like the mainstream of her party. Hmm. Um, she is well. She was declared kind of like the. She does a lot when it comes to family like policy, or, or she says she does a lot. Um, uh, stuff that was not in like um, in the agenda of like the older CDU guys. Um, for example, she introduced the like Elterngeld, so money for both like parenting, the, for both parents, um, where she gained a lot of critique for um, because it was kind of like stuff like people said, oh, she just wants like fathers to become mothers or something like that. Like, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> stuff that a CDU guy would say. She's trying to bimbofy the German <laughs> exactly. man. Exactly. So, yeah, but actually that also turned out kind of like unfortunate because it just benefited uh, the richer um, families of Germany and it didn't do a lot for the, like it, it benefited a lot, like rich families also um, or higher middle class families and not actually people that would need it. So like, Damn, a conservative party just ends up doing a wealth transfer <laughs> under a different name? Yeah. Damn, how does this keep happening? <laughs> maybe that's something, that, maybe that is why Orban loves her so much, or, well, at least likes her, um, because he actually did something similar in his family policies, uh, saying like, oh yeah, we want actually, we want every rich Hungarian family to have more kids and become richer, <laughs> so that we can actually fill Hungary with only rich Hungarians. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a quote from the from the Guardian. All the here. rest of them are leaving for some reason. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> well, that's not <laughs> um, the quote is in her previous post as Labor and Social Affairs Minister. So before she was Defense Minister, she was that uh, von der Leyen's oversaw an unprecedented rise in the number of Germany's working poor people who work full or part time but still rely on state benefits to make ends meet. Yep, <laughs> I. That's I, your new queen. I, what the fuck? I still love like cabinet positions, like or minister positions given to various politicians, and like when you track that over the years, it's just like, all right, you were in labor and social affairs for a while, so I guess you're going in. Spin the wheel. 
<laughs> Defense. <laughs> well, okay, maybe. Like maybe How you, about you? Uh, the way you negotiated with all those uh, labor union leaders. What about uh, that? But the Saudis. <laughs> uh, treat them nicer, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe Yuli can speak to this. But when I was doing my research, there was sort of an implication. Maybe this is just some like liberal fan fiction, but there's probably some truth to it. <laughs> that like, so she's been uh, somewhat of a like Merkel. Like she might replace Merkel, so she's trying to get a good position in the party and that she forced herself into defense minister or like really went for it or like rejected another post she was offered because she wants that next step up. And then, but then it was also like, that's more influential than the other post she was going to be given. The flip side of that is I also read that Merkel wanted her to be defense minister because it's so scandal ridden and would knock her rising star. Oh, shit. Damn. Damn. Okay, I actually heard the other, like, version. She tried before, like, to get a better position mm. and then she was granted the lovely post of, like, family minister that is also, like, a very low entrance level um, as being a minister and you don't see a guy doing that often, actually. Um, so, I don't know about this knocking, <laughs> knocking her down. <laughs> I don't think that Merkel is actually people. The people write a lot of fan fiction. I yeah, don't know. Seriously. Who knows? That, yeah. That's kind of like I, I don't think so because I think that Merkel actually like wants to see her in on, like a higher position. Like I don't, I, I don't know. What do you think, Kieran? With the commission? I don't know. Yeah, like Merkel's playing like four D chess. Then like that's cool. Yeah. There, there is like yeah. So I don't know about that. Like too much of like basically i think merkel is just like all that she wants is no, just no. another baby yeah. it's gone tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. Um, exactly. those ba- they're neo-nazis though so it's not, oh. it's not yeah like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah so all um merkel desires because if i say the other phrase i'm just going to go into that round again all that Merkel really uh would like is that um, there is someone from the CDU mm-hmm. in the commission seat. I don't think she cares who it is. Mm-hmm. I think the reason she picked von der Leyen is because that was probably the most powerful person that she could get within the party that also won't be missed on a German national level. <laughs> that always seems to be the thing with like European politics. Yeah. yeah. Also, she already has like some fraud uh, and and like public procurement um, troubles on her CV. Nice. With, yeah, and I, I think that's like almost obligatory, uh, an obligation yeah. to actually get a EU position. So because there was a scandal like this consulting scandal where she they they employed too many consulting firms like Mc, McKinsey oh McKinsey again and yeah, yeah, KPMG yeah. and all of those guys um, for a lot of money a lot of money and actually they weren't even doing <laughs> anything they just shocking they're not doing anything <laughs> <laughs> consulting class to like oh we paid these people a ton of money and so to basically like I wanted to make this decision anyway so we give them a bunch of money and tell them yep that's the right decision thank you thank you for the fucking 50 million dollars you say that but (laughs) this is like my dream job (laughs) I just like asked myself how she's going to like lead the commission because when it came like to... Like a queen? Yeah, well, actually, when it You're came... You're sexist for even questioning what? something like that. <laughs> Yulia, <laughs> sorry that I had to cancel you, Yulia. Well, when it came to scandals about, like, right-wing extremism in, in the German army and... Oh, God, yeah. And, and, like, some torture and shit, like, that people got tortured, like, when women got raped and shit like that... Um, 
in the German army. She actually was like, <laughs> she stood there and she said something like, Yeah, there's like a lack of leadership missing in, in the army. Wonder who's the head of this thing. There's a lack of leadership goes home, opens Google Calendar. Oh, like that, that event that's scheduled for tomorrow being like, don't tell them, tell them not to rape people. Susie, can we put that off to next week? <laughs> it's just they're being pushed down. She kind of fell into disgrace with the soldiers by saying that and distancing herself from it. But actually, it's she's kind like, of "Yo, this of, thing I'm ahead of." Like, yeah, it's kind of like it's ironic, isn't it? Like, she, right, like lack of Ursula von der Leyen just gets up and is like, "Yo, fuck the troops." <laughs> Seriously, okay, I'm hearing a lot of criticisms, but the German army is making important strides towards feminism. <laughs> Very important. Um, yeah, I want to. I want to call. I want to say that, like. Yes, Yulia is sexist, and now that this is a podcast with only three male hosts, but it's important to realize that it is a podcast with only three male hosts because we are so feminist that we had to cancel the woman <laughs> on our podcast. Yes, I did it. <laughs> Square peg, circle hole. <laughs> but, um, Yulia, like, yeah. wasn't that scandal too? Also, the fact of not only that she was like, oh yeah, like, it needs more leadership, mm-hmm. but that she just like. For months and months and months on end, just, like, refused to, like, because there would be things like barracks in NIV just, like, plastered with SS propaganda. They also had SS names. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Like, the <laughs> streets, the, the yeah, the streets the on the fucking, on bases are still named after Nazis One of the bases like was that. named after Nazis, uh, SS pilot. So, <laughs> woo! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. in her just, like, entire response to that was always just, like, literally nothing. Like, just, like, yeah, like, like you said, just, like, continuously you know, putting it, it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad that like, you know, she's now the head of an institution that liberals put a lot of faith in, but that fascists could also, could also equip towards their ends. Yep. And we know from her, from her history, she's not going to let the fascists <laughs> rot, you know, build out in that institution. No. You know, I'm sure she'll like, you know, make, make sure to tackle that. That's not going to happen yeah. in the EU. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm the EU commissioner now. Susie, cancel that meeting I had at the base on um, Hitler von Genocide Street. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Susie. That's why Orban and the just like yo, like Polish I see lover. she Actually, wants to promote, you know, the true Aryan Hungarian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't care. She also wants like an EU army. Awesome. I do too. <laughs> I know, but you want a different I want a really cool one. I'm with the Slovakian fucking Communist Party. They have it down. They know what they want, and <laughs> I'm with them on that. An army only to defend the revolution. Exactly. exactly. You you fucking weirdos think that then communism's just going to come like that. No, it has to be with defended, flowers, baby. And, and handshakes. Yeah, what, what the fuck do you think this is? Reformist. Yeah. You... <laughs> I feel personally attacked right now. <laughs> yeah. You fucking, you fucking light like social democrats over here. I'm the only, like I said, you fucking liberals. You fucking liberals that you can elect communism in. Nah, fuck that. Halfway through this, halfway through this round of yours, you just start speaking Slovakian. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, well, right. I'm sure it's all going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, rich people, their li- their lives are just like fucking Forrest Gump. Like this, this, <laughs> this <laughs> Ursula is just going around from place to place. It's like, oh, President Commission of the, you know, European Union. Now yeah. that'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> What, what's your previous experience? Um, Defense Minister, Labor Minister, 
around a shrimp boat. <laughs> it's a Actually, there's a boat. She's a boat <laughs> Actually, yeah, she did. <laughs> no, but it's a gorge for uh, go uh, what's a gorge fog. Yeah, it's I am never I'm never able to pronounce that shit. But it's a it's a boat and it's the boat. It's like the German like um boat where soldiers and 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 sailors get trained on. Yeah. And it has been kind of like it on like dry docks for some years now because they're actually they're trying to to renovate it and and to oh so we have one of those german it. problems too is that they just can't like renovate or build something yeah exactly cool yeah yeah and it's like it's <laughs> we keep trying to build all this new stuff on the walls but we just can't take down these ss posters <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like a problem because they're holding up it's, the foundation it's, it's the symbol it's <laughs> a load bearing ss poster <laughs> you can't take that down <laughs> Sorry, go on. Go on. It's a symbol of the German Navy or something like that. I don't know. I even I I, never, I always forget the name. It's something weird. Watch. Go. Fucking. You're thinking look it the up. the SS. Uh, uh, oh, no, you wouldn't use SS. <laughs> uh, you're thinking of <laughs> brand has been tarnished a bit. The Hermann Göring. Uh, Gorge Fog. I was right. That's such a fucking Who fucking names name. it? What is that? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Hey, you the, guys don't have cool names like the SS, USS John McCain. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And the USS Ronald Reagan. Uh, All right. I think that about covers it, right? Yeah, it does. Um, nope. Just kidding. We have one more crazy woo! cast of characters to lay on you. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> other than just talking about, like, maybe the general thing, just what happened of, like, because I think I, I mentioned this last night, but in the last EU election, there was supposedly a move towards actually making this whole institution a bit more democratic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that worked well. Right? Um, yeah. And, like, there's arguments to be made, although I don't know how much I fucking trust them, that, like, the reason that they, like, last European election... They did keep to their promise of a Spitzenkanter that did become, like, commission president. They packed the whole fucking thing, all these top positions with people who were, like, current prime ministers mm-hmm. uh, and shit like that. Like, actually high-ranking people. And there's an argument to be made that that's why there was, like, this 20% increase in the fucking turnout. Uh, yeah. Um, also, I guess, like, to, like, are these... Because, again, still at the end of this episode, I'm still not any smarter. Yeah, sorry. I still don't know how Europe works. Um, but are these positions then, like... Because I know that, like, a lot of people, like, justify it based on the sense of that, like... Oh, this is, like, you know, a last hurrah for, like, you know, great European leaders or whatever. And so that's why then a lot of people will then have this, like, very, like, you know, like, justifying this, like, technocratic thing of, like... Because they don't take the European, and, and, and to be fair, like I think that those people maybe actually have a little bit more realistic view of the European Union of that it is just a technocratic machine mm. that then continuously is just there to. I mean, they don't see it as then propping capital up, but they're just like, you know what? Like these are the guys who can fucking do the job. So is that like, is that the case for a lot of people? Because like, if Ursula von der Leyen like ends up the head of the European Commission, like she, there is no political career after that for her. No. Like, what is she going to go back to do in Germany? Like. You know, hang out with their seven kids. Yeah, like, we can talk about like I guess a little bit like younger, like exactly. Yeah, perfect example. Just he, like an old drunk who he's retired now. Yeah, like, he's done. Uh, maybe he's like speaking circuits, maybe a book or something. But nice. yeah, he's the done. finest wines. So much wine. Uh, mm-hmm. We're just going to put him on a nice farm somewhere in 
I want to say Luxembourg, but I feel like they're out of room for farms, so <laughs> Belgium. And we'll just plow him with nice French wines. I'm sure he'd love that. Uh, and he can keep his Nobel Peace Prize or whatever. The... I know, we deserve that Nobel Peace Prize. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if there's a path for Ursula von der Leyen, it's that, like she said, um, I don't know how many years ago, she's like she wants the United States of Europe, right? And so, like, with it, she has, what, five years to, like, get that poppin' and <laughs> to become the president of Europe. She just becomes Volt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that's a step up, right? If you just uh, centralize more power baby. in the EU. Yeah, it's one of those weird ones where, like, there is this weird kind of always in the background push for, um, like, a USE or whatever the fuck. Um, the EUSSR. As Rosa Luxemburg said, it's a time of the United States of Europe or the EUSSR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I have no fucking clue. That, that is the only way she could, like, make a big career of it. But to be honest, no, I think she's just going to going to go the easy route of, I'll be a commissioner, maybe mm-hmm. for five years, maybe for ten in total. Like she, <laughs> like she can do it twice. There's no, there's no term limits. Um, Ursula von der Leyen, Empress of Europe. Let's make it happen. Let's get those hearts <laughs> going. Eternal Empress. Eternal uh, God Empress. Yeah. Ooh, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she'll get her like paycheck at the end of this, and then right. yeah, retire cozy life not that she didn't have a cozy life to begin with yeah finally she can relax for yeah. once in her life living paycheck to paycheck gigantic paycheck to paycheck keep buying horses um, she loves horse she does love horses she looks like someone who loves horses as well she yeah, yeah. she does yeah. Yeah. yeah but the okay so the thing to actually look out for anyone listening at home is like what the fuck happens next the parliament has to approve yeah. Four out of the five people we talked about tonight. And the parliament is fucking pissed yes. about the lack of democracy. <laughs> yeah. But surprise, surprise, we're talking about the EU. Yeah. <laughs> like, but then, like, they are, like, they are the democratic part of this whole institution. Yeah. So that, the that, only that's, legitimate democratic that's the, that's the drum they get to continuously bang. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they actually... But also, like, so few people pay attention to European politics that they can shout about this all they want and then just act the opposite way. Exactly. And the week. problem would be if they denounce her as a candidate, then they have to um, present their own candidate and someone that would be approved, you know? But Ooh, that'd be interesting. What the fuck they pick? Exactly. So. Giannis <laughs> Valfakis, king of Europe. Let's make it happen. Let's go. <laughs> Anything can happen. Anything can happen, you know? Wow, this is just fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to make it to the championship this year? Yeah. It's just David Sassley getting up and like uh, speaking Italian, just being like, uh, "Now that we have uh, rejected your uh, uh, candidate, uh, we have now suggested as uh, the European Parliament presentation of uh, EU Commissioner. Please welcome Ace of Base." <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, on that note, I think that yeah. Uh, thanks to Melty Brains for the use of New John. It's a banger. Listen to it always and often. It's on Spotify. Do it, you cowards. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Then. Right? Wait, sorry, it's at the very end. We want to just say one thing about Carola Raketo. Oh. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> We're a current events podcast. She exists. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, today there was like a like, um, nationwide demonstration oh, for yes. Zeebrücke. And it was all... 
because of the recent incident that uh, Carola Rakete or the Rakete, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> um, was uh, imprisoned after making the decision to bring uh, refugees that she um, picked up, that her boat, like the Sea Watch, picked up around the coast of. What was it? Lib I think yeah. Libya. Libya, yeah, yeah. Uh, brought them to Lampedusa, even though they were forbidden. But uh, it was like uh, Salvini was a little dick, like he is, like a little yeah. racist piece of shit. Um, and she was imprisoned afterwards for bringing, like, um, like for illegally uh, bringing uh, refugees to um, Lampedusa to Italy. But um, as there's still some hope in, in humanity, uh, the judges, the the constitutional judge i think that was um that had to handle her case said okay she she didn't like she did first of all she didn't ram that police boat she just tried to get through there and it was like kind of like the only way to get through there um second of all she did this in like a case of emergency to save human lives so yeah yeah shout out italy to coming through with Yes, oh. I mean, yeah. oh my god, he fucking treated a fucking racist, uh, no, sexist comment. Like something like... Oh. What? Yeah. what? <laughs> Surprise. Oh. Like something like with... Um, All that she wants is just another baby. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> very, very condescending. And then he ended it with like... Bacho. So like kisses, kisses. and shit like that. So fucking Salvini. Okay. He always, he always does shit like that though. Yeah. 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 And I think we should just say... Uh, all of the support and outpouring of support for her is yeah. very good, um, but it's not in a vacuum. Like, yeah. and it's not like <laughs> certain like she's fucking doing uh, amazing work. But just you know, we're not going to be saved by by a few like um, heroes. Heroes in the Mediterranean, yeah. like it's a much bigger in problem. In an ideal than that. world, she shouldn't have to exist. Basically, exactly, it would well, all be us. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna have the woke take, and she's canceled because she has dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it um yeah alright <laughs> <laughs> that was Cornish Beatty woo ciao bye 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 see you next week if the whole song's about like a woman going around like getting pregnant so she can get benefits that only oh! exists in the mind of like the worst fucking chance but I said always like she, that was a nickname for her guys like baby <laughs> and also the ace of bass was like the ace of bass is a title that comes from the base of aces which was this like U-boat U-boat uh, deployment thing off the coast shit. of Normandy wow, Wait, what the fuck are you talking about Wait, ace of bass or not ace of not I didn't know yeah, like, all the, like all their bands beforehand are just like we must protect the white races wow <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shit. that's a whole other episode all right <laughs> <laughs> the fear is demanding holy holy shit kieran you're absolutely right one of the guys was in a bunch of neo-nazi bands and then had a compilation album called ufa was a nazi including songs like into Wartland," which is don't touch our land yep Wittmacht, well, I can't uh, pr pronounce the other thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, white Power, Blackhead Slaughter. Whoa! Yeah, and a cover Don't ever question me again! Oh yeah. my god! In a cover I saw them at the meeting, I'm not mistaken, <laughs> yeah. I saw In them at the meeting. In a cover of Screwdrivers Smash the IRA. Whoa! With <laughs> to refer to <laughs> the This VPK. might be why I know about it. <laughs> Wait, are they Swedish or Danish? Or Swedish. Okay. Swedish.
Yeah. Cool. Oh my god. Because that that is that is the like. But however, 1997, he said that that life was behind him. Uh-huh. I, I uh, that. Oh, that's Nazi Democrats. shit. I'm done with it. Still burning down churches, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, member of Swedish Democrats, like old school, like yeah. 1988, was a member of Swedish Democrats. Democrats. Yeah. Old school, baby. <laughs> like the Democrats you had in the south. No, the, um, Swedish, the, Democrats. Oh, the Democrats. Swedish ah, the Democrats. Swedish Democrats. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sweden Democrats, sorry. Yeah, 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 Sweden, yeah, because Sweden, if you say Swedish Democrats, I think of Swedish Democrats. And US, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the Sweden, rather the, the than. Yeah, yeah. But I, that, those are the only two political options in Sweden is you can yeah. just be like. <laughs> Someone who really devoutly believes in social democracy or just a neo-Nazi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those are the two options. Huh, Sweden, awesome country. <laughs> OS for life. <laughs> uh, where were we? <laughs> Sorry, I had to Google that mid because that just sounded too ridiculous.